You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. A new exhibit at Rochester's Strong Museum of Play delves into the world of dolls while addressing the enduring presence of racism in America. WXXI's Jasmine Singer has more. For Dominique Jean-Louis, the chief historian of the Center for Brooklyn History, bringing the exhibit Black Dolls to the Strong was particularly poignant. We want this show to come across people's register, even though it deals with more difficult history like the Jim Crow era and like the painful history of domestic service for African-American communities. What better way to introduce and to think through those topics than with your family? The exhibit, which opened at the Strong Saturday, explores handmade black dolls through the lens of race, gender, and history. It showcases over 200 items, highlighting 110 handmade dolls from the personal gatherings of Connecticut-based collector Deborah Neff. At the opening, Sandy Todd was there with her two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter. And she was looking at all the dolls, and she loved that there were baby dolls. And it's also obviously important for her to see all different races and cultures and everything. It's a beautiful exhibit. Jean-Louis, who co-curated the exhibit, says it is a clear display of creative ability carried out under very limited circumstances. Women were not looked at as artistic geniuses, she says. They were looked at as the carers of children and the makers of household objects. And so you put those things together, you get these black dolls. But these women are incredibly talented and working with incredible ingenuity. This isn't going to Joanne's Fabrics and picking out whatever fabric you want for your doll. This is working with remnants of old curtains or tablecloths or grown-out clothes and using what you have to make more. The historical impact of that tells the story of blackness in this country, she says, but more specifically of black womanhood. Jasmine Singer, WXXI News. Monroe Community College has a significant increase in student enrollment for this fall semester, reversing a 10-year decline. Currently, just over 8,500 students are enrolled. That's an increase of 3% compared to last year. Officials say based on early numbers, enrollment is expected to stabilize and steadily grow in 2024. Christine Casalanovo-Adams is an Associate Vice President of Enrollment Management at MCC. She says college leaders believe their holistic approach on helping students is drawing more of them to the school. The work that we're doing is identifying the needs each student individually has, and, and they could all be different. But many of our students face food, housing, and financial insecurity, and those are the areas that we focused on providing those wraparound supports. We have an expanded health and wellness program where we're offering the timely care, which is on-demand access to health services. Casa Lenovo Adams says MCC has also attracted more students to optics and manufacturing which are clamoring for workers. A weekend event in Rochester brought attention to the life and death of Daniel Prude. Prude died in 2020 after being restrained by Rochester police during a mental health crisis. The event on Saturday was held on Jefferson Avenue near the spot where Prude encountered police. The event was part of a statewide day of action pushing for passage of Daniel's law in Albany. It would require mental health workers rather than police to be the first responders to mental health crises. Daniel Prude's brother, Joe Prude, says if Daniel's law had been in effect three years ago, his brother would still be alive. Daniel's law is it the same category where, as you know, I mean, like the, pe- the the person in crisis team, you know what I'm saying? So with that in place, and if they pass it, we'll never have to see another tragedy again. That's for sure. He'd been still alive. They'd have been able to know 
the proper training to give him at that moment in that particular time. There were also events on Saturday in Brooklyn and Albany. Last Wednesday would have been Daniel Prude's 45th birthday. The Buffalo Bills rolled to another victory Sunday, a 37-3 rout of the Washington Commanders. Quarterback Josh Allen gave credit to his team's defense. Every time we touch the ball, we want to score. That's the job of offense, to go out there and score as many points as you can. But it makes it that much easier. You're not trying to force things as much when you know you have a a defense you can rely on. And it's okay to punt the ball away. And and they put us in some great situations today. The Bills tormented Washington quarterback Sam Howell, sacking him nine times. Buffalo next faces the Miami Dolphins, who on Sunday became just the fourth team in NFL history to score at least 70 points in a game. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.